702. You're with 702. Your number one news and talk station. All right, let me speak to Ntsako in Tembisa. Hi, Ntsako. Hi, hi, Obi. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, sir. What's on your mind? No, man, Obi, yesterday I tried to, to, to call in. It's just that I think your lines were busy. Yeah, the yeah, gentleman that busy. spoke about uh, Africans being inherently corrupt. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, uh, what was uh, Ratak, I think, uh, called in yesterday and uh, said that African leaders are inherently corrupted. It was a big debate, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt offended, you know. Um, mm. I, I don't think there is a nation that has some sort of inheritance when it comes to characters of, of, of individuals. You know, uh, Africans as, uh, as people, they, they have characters of people that are corrupt. And white people as well, they have characters of people that are corrupt. But the fact that we have a certain clique in our society that is the ruling class that is corrupt and, and are doing funny things does not mean that the majority of uh, black people or Africans, they say, are as those people, you know. Yeah. Um, you, you have a lot of people with integrity who are African and they are poor and all of that. So I think this kind of narrative, it, it, it boils down to the very same tweets that uh, you're speaking about, about Helen Zille claiming things about colonialism and all of that. It, 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 it goes to that. It goes to people uh, or our people that are, are, you know, brainwashed or indoctrinated to believe that uh, Africans are inferior and they have not done anything in history which is, uh, is, is, is of, of value or that, you know, contribute towards civilization. And this boils down to our education system because our education system only shows Africans as uh, you know barbaric and primitive people that they uh, were killing each other and all of that and that is a narrative that we must challenge and we must move from that and say that uh, we as Africans we have a history that uh, is beyond fighting and killing each other but the history of civilization and, uh, and making other things happen you know so, so I just wanted to to touch on that because I felt offended as an African. Yeah, um, absolutely, couldn't agree with you more, Nzako, as uh, with your analysis and uh, everything. I was disturbed not by the fact that there are people who have those those notions. Yeah, I was disturbed more by the fact that there is a denial even amongst us as Africans that those who hold those opinions as offensive and as erroneous as they may be are doing it eyes wide open. In other words, there was a narrative that started to develop that said, no, no, these people are just saying this because they don't understand what the word inherent means. Mm. And I'm saying to you that nonsense. Those people understand exactly what inherent means and they hold that opinion because of their understandings of the evidence before them you would have heard many of them saying to me ah Mobutu Seseko, eh, Robert Mugabe uh, Jacob Zuma and so forth yeah what 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 disturbed me more was the fact that there is a denial amongst us Africans who are offended by the existence of Africans who believe that way but more importantly, that we deny and then make excuses for those people by saying that they don't understand what inherent means. Mm. When somebody says that it is in your blood to be barbaric, 
yeah. right? I gave up being Zulu to become Sotho. That it is an inherent. And then I then went further to say, but then you are saying to me that it is a genetic reality. And some mm. people said to me, oh, but you're being pedantic, you're being obtuse, you're being... There, for me, was the big problem. The problem is that we as Africans have not come to the understanding that we are different in our understandings of reality. Mm. And that even amongst us as Africans, there are those who actually believe, who truly believe the lie that says that Africans are inherently, in other words, in the blood, they are inherently barbaric. Secondly, there are those who then push the narrative that says, but all of us are inherently barbaric. Even the Bible says so, that you were, sh you were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That's my preaching voice. All right. And those people argued that, yeah, but everybody is inherently barbaric and inherently evil and inherently immoral. And that, that is an argument that seems to, or that seeks to say that, yeah, but we're all bad, right? Yeah. And, and I suppose that argument uh, on the face of it is quite, uh, is quite um, liberating to those that want to push the idea that we are all equal in our evil and immorality. Here's my problem with it. Mm. The context under which the person who said that Africans are inherently, uh, especially African leaders, are inherently uh, immoral and uh, corrupt is that that person has bought that narrative on the basis of what he has been fed by the lie of colonialism, apartheid and imperialism. Yeah. They have imbibed fully that nonsensical lie that keeps them believing of themselves that they are barbaric, which then says to me, that is why we have situations like Afrophobia. That is why we have situations where police officers who are African and black will enjoy the persecution of black people that look just like them precisely because they hold that view about themselves. It is the most dangerous thing that I've ever heard of, Nzako, but uh, yeah. uh, that is, for me, the, the reality of what we have to deal with. And that is what I call the project that we are, we are, we are charged with, and that is the decolonization of the mind, uh, the inculcation of black consciousness, especially amongst Africans who have been the recipients of, of systematic, relentless, colonial, um, apartheid-type thinking for all of their lives. It is a very, very sad situation. I think what should be done is that uh, our education system should be able to deal with that. If we can move forward uh, with uh, an education system that uh, will empower African mentally to say that uh, you are a human being, you know, uh, in spite of all of this. Because even if you were to go to China, there are corrupt people there. If you were to go to any part of the world, you will always find people that are corrupt. And they are not Africans, these people. And if you were to look at Africa itself, there were leaders like uh, Thomas Sankara, Samora Machel, and other people that had integrity, you know, as leaders. So, so, and you will definitely have certain elements for our society because of where we come from, uh, the issue of poverty and all of that, people wanting to, you know, to, 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 to close the gap 
of when they were poor and now that they at least they have resources, they will always be tempted by all those things. So we, we, we should not at all be, 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 be painting everyone and saying that the people are inherently corrupt. And in fact, what, what that particular person is saying is that he himself is corrupt. Absolutely. So Let me ask you this question it's, as, as we move on. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and I'm, I'd be very interested in your answer. Are white people inherently racist? They, they are not. They are, they are not. They, they, they are certainly, I've seen, I've interacted with many white people that are not inherently uh, the racist uh, and all of that. And uh, they are proof that they, they certain um, white people that are racist, they, 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 got, they get taught these things as they grow up from, from and sometimes people are pushed by circumstances. But they are certain not all white people are racist. I mean, you, 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 you understand why I'm asking that question? The reason why I'm asking that question is because as dangerous as the idea that Africans are inherently corrupt is a popularly held opinion in this country that white people are inherently racist. Racist, and which is wrong. It's that we've got uh, uh, Joe Slovos, there's lots of white people that actually stand with black people during apartheid. They assisted in the, in the, in the fight against colonialism and all of that. So let's, let, let's go a little deeper, Nzako. I'm enjoying this conversation. Is Helen Zilla inherently racist? I, 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 think, I think that woman might, might you know, uh, be, be having these views, but I don't consider her as a racist. You know, my, my view with, with her is that. Uh, she, she, she might have this kind of, of views that she has because, we, you know, it's a melting pot where we are currently as Africans. She has these views, but I don't think her views are, are, are racist. It's just a view that she has, like the guy that uh, came and said Africans are inherently uh, corrupt. But, but I don't consider her as a, as, as a racist. Zako in Tembisa, I'm going to let you go. Thank you very much for your call. Looking forward to your calls. And Zako sets it off. Put on your, uh, your late night talk jacket. It's about to rain, man. It's about to rain ideas. It's about to rain thoughts. It's about to rain opinions. Let's get to talking. Let's speak to Stanza in Johannesburg. Hi. Oh, it's Sanza. Hi, Sanza. Yeah, hi, Audrey. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Sanza. On your mind, sir. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I just broke my virginity. It's my first time to be a <laughs> Sansa has been de-virginized. Thank you very much yeah. for joining us, Sansa. And what is on your mind? Thank you very much for for calling. We really appreciate it. Go for it, sir. Yes, uh, Aubrey. I think on point. The South African political landscape is changing. Yeah. And it's shifting. Uh, there's a shift of power from the ruling party to the opposition. And due to the party policies. The DA being on the right and the EFF being on the leftist. Uh, you know, we're having a situation whereby the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yep. We, are, we, are, we, are, we, are, we are currently fighting the ruling party. Now, the opposition, they themselves, they must contest or fight for political power. And this agreement, uh, which the CIC has explained, that is not a coalition, is currently benefiting the EFF over the DA. Mm. You know, it's like a situation whereby you're having a girlfriend who is demanding gifts and say, if you do not uh, do one, two, three, four, five, I'm going to leave you. Sure. The DA is cornered. Yep. Uh, the DA will do everything to keep power in Johannesburg, in, in, in Cape Town, uh, in Pretoria as well. Yep. And uh, I'm, I'm, I must recommend the CIC. He's a political genius. He's actually in charge uh, in between the ANC and the DA, but he's in charge. Yeah, he's and the uh, kingmaker, basically. I don't know whether he's in charge. 
I think that he enjoys a very, very uh, comfortable position of being able to call the shots without having to take the responsibility of his calls, Sanza. But here's my question to you. Um, do you think that the EFF genuinely, genuinely wants to govern or they would like to stay in the very uh, enviable position that they find themselves for the reasons that you've just given us now? Well, you know, judging from their, their, their president and their leader, uh, we're talking about Julius here. Yeah. A political genius, I repeat. This is the man that, uh, you know, in two thousand, I think it's 2000, was it 2000, when he led a very big march, he was still young by then, as members of the Corsas. And you can see him growing on a day-to-day basis, uh, growing his membership, growing his following as well. Yeah. I, I believe that Julius is going to lead the country. I know it seems impossible for now, but he is going to govern the country. He has the political will and ideological commitment uh, to save his people. I mean, look at the policies. He just went and took uh, what the ANC has dumped, the Freedom Charter, which is relevant uh, to the current political uh, situation in South Africa. The people are crying about land. The, 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 the students want free education. He is talking to what is affecting the people. And uh, in the future, people have no choice but to, 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 to give him his vote and give him a chance. Sansa in Johannesburg, in fact... Uh, I've just received a tweet right now from a former DA supporter. Uh, Let me hasten to say that, uh, uh, let me find that tweet. In fact, it's a white DA supporter who says that Musi has lost my vote uh, and my vote will now be going to Julius Malema. Wow. Um, uh, So it's quite quite an interesting uh, development taking place here. Sansa, thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated. My pleasure. All right. Sansa in Johannesburg. Who will emerge as president of the Republic of South Africa in 2019? Sil Ramaphosa or NTZ? Zuma. That is also a situation that is brewing in the ANC. But a lot of people are suggesting that the horse has bolted for the ANC and that the ANC will not win the general elections of 2019. Therefore, we need to be looking to these two young men, Musi Maimani, Musi Eloisius Maimani, uh, or um, the CIC of the EFF, uh, Mr. Julius Silo Malem, who will emerge as the president of the Republic of South Africa in 2019. Uh, some people are saying, no, it's not going to happen. The ANC will not allow that. Give me a call. I'd like to hear from you. Let me speak to Robinson in Kensington. Hi, Robinson. Good morning, uh, Obi. Good morning to you, uh, Robinson. Go ahead, sir. Good, good. Yeah, I want to talk about your previous discussion on African leaders. Yes. I I actually beg beg to differ with the the notion. I actually support the previous caller who said African leaders are inherently corrupt. Oh, that they are Um, inherently corrupt. Yes. Wow. Okay. And and, and let me just, before you continue, Robinson, uh, what is your understanding of the term inherent? It's a characteristic. It is is an inborn characteristic. Consistent. All right. Uh, Hold on. When you say consistent, is it consistently so because it is something that uh, African leaders are born with? Or is it something that they learn over time? Actually, it's something that they learn over time. Okay, so so it's not necessarily yeah. inherent. Yeah, but uh, but 
it's like someone said, it's an issue of semantics. When we say inherently, we are saying, we are not saying it's an inborn, it's an inborn character, but the, the persistence is to which these things happen. Yeah, no, no, but, it's, it's, but, but that's not, that's not semantics, eh, Robinson, let's be careful. That's not semantics. That is a very, very critical area of definition. If somebody is going to say that somebody is inherently corrupt, that means that he is born that way. You are saying to me that because of certain um, uh, conditions, uh, people learn that and those conditions are persistently present. Inherently, the definition I can give to you is deep-rooted. That's basically what I can replace. Yeah, but deep-rooted as a result of what? As a result of nature or nurture? Uh, You know what? Can I explain myself? Yeah, but but, but what 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 I'm what I'm saying to you what I'm saying to you is that I I'm not going to let you go until you give me an understanding of your uh, of the understanding inherent. Okay. Yes. All right. Go go ahead. Inherent. Yes. Can I just want to explain myself yeah. from Cape to Cairo? All right, from Cape to Cairo. Yeah. Africa is one of the richest, if not the richest, continent, resource-wise. Yeah. Right, and the problems that Africa, African continent has, they are basically the same. People are poor, not because their countries don't have resources, but because they they don't have respect of the rule of law. Yeah. they will think of themselves and people around them. All right, they yeah. don't think about the poor. All right, they abuse resources. All right, so for someone to deny that, I hate you saying decolonization of the mind. Until Africans learn to accept that we have done something wrong and we have to be accountable for it, this continent will remain poor. And yeah, but, 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 but that, that, is, that is a totally different argument. I agree with you that we as Africans need to have a very good look in the mirror and accept certain realities about ourselves. I'm asking you whether one of those um, realities is inherent corruption. It's inherent corruption from Cape to Cairo, and I can give. We can go from country to country. Same same scenario. From here, go to Zimbabwe. Go to DRC. Go to Egypt. Go to Equatorial Guinea. Go to same story. Yeah. All right. It's not. It's not a secret. It is open. No, 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 no. no but nobody's saying it's a secret. I, yeah. I I'm asking uh, uh, the question based on, I suppose, a particular understanding of the word inherent. Um, When somebody says to me that you are inherently corrupt, I understand that person to mean that uh, it it is a characteristic that you have no control over. In other words, even as Robinson is speaking to me now, he is accepting that he himself is inherently corrupt. Would that be true? Even if I speak to you, I didn't didn't hear that. In other words, you are saying to me that as an African, let's say Robinson captures the minds of other Africans and Robinson becomes a leader in his community or in his country or in it and becomes a leader. And I think Robinson is probably that. Is Robinson already corrupt by, by virtue of being African and a leader? You know what? I think you you are you are you are twisting. You are twisting no, I'm asking the, a question. I'm asking all, all a question. The majority <coughs> of the, the the majority of African leaders, all right, based on the current statistics. Oh, it's the majority I, of them, yeah, not all of yeah. them. 
yeah, I'm saying the majority. Oh, no, but not all of them. I didn't say all of them. When I said the majority, yes. I'm not saying it's all of them. No, no, I get that. Majority. Because if you say majority, it then removes the argument from the inherence of the corruption of African leaders. Then it becomes an issue of uh, circumstance rather than a natural trait. No, like I said, Aubrey, it's an issue of semantics. Inherently, it's deep-rooted. Yeah, but, 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 but you, you seem not to be able to answer the question as to does the deep-rootedness of this phenomenon come from a natural um, inclination of Africans to be uh, corrupt or is it as a result of conditions that make them that way? Yeah, it's, it's conditions that the leaders, they create themselves for not wanting to be accountable. Basically, all corruption from all over the continent is the leaders that create those conditions where they will be able to loot and not be accountable. Yeah. And, they, and, and they, that's, that's how I put it. So, All right. So, yes, we, the issue of decolonization of the mind, we have to start with us accepting sure. our mistakes sure. and, and account to the people. Sure. I, I, I think I agree that with that 100%, that uh, the decolonization process uh, is not just about pointing fingers at the West and the colonizers, but also accepting of the responsibility of leadership and freedom. I am, however, asking you this question which you have not been able to answer for me and you keep calling it semantics and I don't believe it is. If somebody says to me that you are inherently corrupt, I understand it to mean that you are born that way. There's nothing you can do about it. You are born corrupt. It is not a matter of choice. It is just the way that you are. Is that the position you hold, Robinson? That's why I said it's semantics. The word inherently in this term is not meaning that you're born with it. It, uh. means, it means most of or the majority, all right, the majority of African leaders are corrupt. Not to say you're born with those characters. But is that not different from inherently? Sorry? Is that not different? If you say to me that most of the leaders on the African continent are corrupt, that is completely different from they are inherently corrupt. Yeah, but this, yeah, when, when we say semantics, it's, 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 you are saying it's inborn. I will say. I am not saying that. I am saying that you are agreeing with the people that say that African leaders, which is a very uh, general and all encompassing term, African leaders, it doesn't, th those people don't say that some, like you are saying, because you are saying that some. In fact, you are saying the majority. So that means yeah, to me that you recognize. Ninety-five percent of them are inherently corrupt. Ninety-five percent. Yeah. So and just uh, if the, the small party is the one that wants to be clean and serve the people. Yeah. Robinson in Kensington, thank you very much for your call. Thank you. Robinson in Kensington says that it is inherence. The inherence there sh is is something that should be understood in terms of the consistency of the occurrence of of corruption in Africa, and that's why he would agree with the term inherent. I'm interested to take your calls. It's a conversation that started yesterday. You'll notice that I'm not wanting to go the easy route of saying, yeah, but European leaders are also corrupt. Uh, Eastern leaders are also corrupt. 
that would be the easy way to get out of this conversation. Let's keep it within the African continent and see how we understand ourselves. It's interesting when people say, no, that's just semantics. What does that actually mean? I agree also with Robinson when he says that there is a need for us to stop and look in the mirror and accept some of the things that we are responsible for as opposed to going the default reaction of blaming the colonizer, the, 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 the white person, the green person, or whatever the case may be. I agree with him in that sense. I don't, however, agree with the idea that people are inherently corrupt. Maybe I've got it wrong. Let me speak to uh, Ray in Johannesburg. Hi, Ray. Hello. Good, <coughs> good evening. Good evening to you, Ray. Good evening. Yeah. Um, I, I would like... Hello. I'm listening hello. to you, Ray. You are oh. loud and clear. Yeah. I would like to settle this question about corruption, about Africans being inherently corrupt. Let's hear your opinion. If Africans are inherently corrupt... They are also inherently honest and incorruptible. I had an incident when I went shopping just recently. <clears throat> After I packed all my groceries in my boot, I was in a hurry and I ran off. When I got home, I found that I did not have my handbag and I had everything in my handbag. I'm not talking about money. I had a few hundred grands. I had um, all my credit cards, my driving license, everything. I was absolutely distraught. <laughs> mm. I had my life in that handbag. Anyway, all I could do was return to the mall, and I remembered exactly where I parked my car. Yeah. I returned there, and... I saw this young guard, and I said to him, were you here when I was here? He said, yes. I said, you didn't by any chance see a handbag. He says, just wait, madam, wait. And in about 10 minutes, 10 minutes later, he brought back my handbag. Now, I'd like to say that Africans, in this case, in any case, in every case, people are either, doesn't matter who they are, corrupt or incorruptible. And this young man was incorruptible and he was probably the poorest of the poor. Mm-hmm. He should be the president and not Zuma. So if I understand you correctly, Ray, you are saying to me that if the argument is that Africans or African leaders are inherently corrupt then they are also inherently incorrupt. So it is a situation of two seemingly opposites living in the same person at the same time. Yeah, what I'm saying is that people are people. There are people who are corrupt and people who are not corrupt. Whether you're an African or a Chinaman or an Englishman or any man, you're either corrupt or you're not corrupt. And Africans, what nonsense to say that Africans are inherently corrupt. Then I can say Africans are inherently honest and incorruptible. 
This is my experience. So what what is then the motivation you think that would make Africans say that Africans are inherently corrupt? Don't ask me. I mean, I'm actually very surprised. I mean, how can anybody say that all people are this or all people are that? People are people. People are all the same. doesn't matter what color they are and what nationality they are. And this, I was absolutely enchanted by this young man. I mean, he probably didn't have a penny to his name. And I found my handbag intact. Ray in uh, Johannesburg, thank you very much for your call. Interesting. Francois in Centurion, hi. Hey, Tara, Francois. Long time. It has been. Go ahead, man. What's on your mind? Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, just so quickly, I think you're getting old with all the sickness. But anyway, um, <laughs> one thing on this, on this corruption thing, um, just uh, by the way, I, I don't think it's an African thing. I mean, if, if you look at India, just you said you're not going that way, but they're actually sort of proud of it, how corrupt they are. And Who? if you look at their government... Who, who's this? Government had to bring in their private funds from corruption back into the country. India can run for fifty years without bringing in one cent of tax. It's crazy. Um, but what you'll find is it's not an African thing. But what you will find is um, corruption is mostly in countries where um, poverty reigns. So we have a large um, where the education system isn't very very good where uh, you have a large rural system. Um, in those cases, the uh, corruption flourishes and uh, and then uh, autocracies. So, um, it's, uh, yeah, Africa is sort of just the, the last continent, if you want to put it that way. But, I mean, there's, there's so many. And we, it's got nothing to do with us. It's got to do with where we are. Um, and it will happen. I mean, it's uh, it happened not just in this regime. It, it happened in the previous one also. I promise you that. You just didn't know about it. If you did know about it, you'd be in trouble. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, I actually wanted to speak to you about what is the Yeah. Um, the uh, I think you know it's a bit of a difficult one because I think. People took a complex situation or complex conversation and simplified it. Um, from Zilla's side, I think she was just absolutely silly to, to respond to. So I've quick. got to stop you, Francois, uh, because I've got to take this yeah. break. Let's talk straight after the news, please. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll get you back. Francois in uh, Centurion. Let's take a break. Know your rights. Use them responsibly. Lead SA. Smartphone, DSTV Channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 7.02. It's six minutes after one. We enter the third hour of the show. Thank you very much for staying with us. Uh, Looking forward to more of your calls. It's amazing how the conversation that started yesterday, I think it was Tabaka who called in from Timbisa. Is it Timbisa? I think it was Timbisa who started the conversation by saying that uh, African leaders are inherently corrupt. It's a conversation that took place over a period of three hours. Uh, And what 
what was amazing to see was that it was Africans that were saying that. The, and, 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 and like Robinson and others, uh, people were pointing at the corrupt behavior of African leaders in some of our African continents. Something that you can't argue against. You can't argue against the fact that many of the social economic problems that are in those countries are as a result of corruption. Corruption that is facilitated and sanctioned by the leaders of those countries. You can't, you can't argue about that. The, the evidence is plain to see. The issue then becomes one of definition. What does that word mean, inherent? And I suppose that's where we are all getting stuck. And I suppose the, the, <laughs> my understanding of inherently, of, of inherent means that it is something that is inborn. And I suppose the reason why I am not agreeing with the idea that Africans or African leaders, sorry, are inherently um, corrupt is because if I were to accept that, if I must accept that, then I must not, I cannot continue to hope. I cannot ho- continue to believe that things can change for the better in the African continent because you know those people are just inherently so. There's nothing they can do. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, in the same way as they, as the fact that they are inherently black, they just that that there's not, nothing you can do about the fact that you're black or that you're white. It's that's just your natural trait. That's just the way it is. But I, I, I hold the opinion that those who engage in corrupt activities do so out of choice, out of understanding that what they are doing is wrong. That's why they do it in the, in the dark, shady corners of our society. They understand that it's wrong. So I suppose our big conversation here is do we have a shared understanding of that word inherent? I have been hinting at the idea that I believe that inherent means that it is something that is inborn, that is genetic. And there are those of you that are arguing that no, no, inherent means that it is just prevalent in general terms. That's where I think the uh, that we are all stuck. I agree with those that say that Africans need to do some serious introspection. Absolutely agree. I think it's part of the therapeutic process that we as Africans need to go through in order to get next to ourselves, given our history with colonialism, with imperialism, and even here in South Africa with apartheid. There are certain things that we need to be honest about and say that here we could have made different choices and cannot blame others for these situations. Absolutely agree. That's why we have these conversations. Uh, to be able to sift through uh, these different things. And by the way, that does not mean that those that have subjugated us, those that have colonized us, and those that have hurt us, do not have an, anything to answer for. That is absolutely, absolutely uh, non-negotiable. There is that side. I tend to feel, however, that that side is something that you can't really do anything about anymore because, well, it's past. There are certain things that we have control over now, and that is our own minds. 
and and how we decide to reflect and and interpret our current situations it would be completely ahistorical and naive and quite frankly uh, wrong to assume that um, the conversation only ends with this introspection uh, exercise that I advocate for. Absolutely. Yes, there are those that must take responsibility for where we find ourselves that are outside of our borders and indeed some within our borders. But the idea here is that we, we do need to perhaps have conversations where we find some level of consensus. And I'm glad that that particular conversation has found such deep resonance, especially amongst Africans. I am, I suppose, a little shocked to hear that it is Africans who believe in their own inherent corruptive, corrupt nature. And that says to me, then, well, then why do you get angry when, when certain statements are made about you, if you actually believe it? I'd like to take more of your call. So I suppose the next part of the conversation will be about that definition. What does inherently mean? I don't believe that Africans are inherently corrupt. I don't believe that they are more corrupt than anybody else in the rest of the world. I don't. I agree with, uh, with uh, some of the callers that called in before. But I, I'm fascinated by the, the resonance, the traction that that particular conversation has had. Uh, since yesterday. So let's, let's keep talking. I did ask the question about Amber Rose. You might have seen uh, some of those tweets of a very, very beautiful woman who is lying on a staircase completely naked. I'm not really sure what that is all about, but what it's done is that it has uh, gone viral here in this country where everybody's starting to take off their clothes and lie on staircases. Uh, naked. What, what is that all about? Please give me a call. I'd like to understand what that is all about. Maybe it's some sort of political statement. I really don't know. And then, of course, you would have heard that uh, the ANC Youth League, through its Secretary General, Njabulo Nzuza, that guy looks like Biggie, uh, uh, Biggie Smalls, he, 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 Notorious B.I.G. He absolutely, in my opinion, looks like, like that guy. Tell me if you agree. Absolutely looks like that guy. They... Uh, they gave us their proposed, pro- proposed uh, list of leaders after the uh, ANC's elective conference. What do you make of those? Then I also asked about what you uh, would have observed yesterday, which is, was quite a big story with regards to opposition politics. Helen Ziller um, coming out together with her colleague and leader, Mr. Musi Maimani, uh, coming out and apologizing unreservedly for those tweets, tweets that you know all about. Lots of people have been saying to me that her, her apology is not um, is not genuine, uh, and I don't know. I don't know if ever any apology by any any politician is ever genuine. And I'd be interested to find out how do we measure the genuinity of. <laughs> Uh, the genuineness of any apology. But my sense is that this was a political settlement as opposed to going the long and protracted road of a legal battle, which would have, I suppose, have been worse for the DA internally. The questions, however, need to be asked. Has this uh, situation created a, 
an insurmountable political reality for the DA and its aspirations for capturing um, your vote come 2019 for them to ascend to the union buildings? Then I asked the question about who will emerge as the president of the Republic of South Africa come the 2019 general elections. Will will it be President Julius Silo Malema or will it be President Musi Maimani or will it be the status quo uh, with the ANC still at the helm of power? Some people are suggesting that indeed uh, things are changing. Whoever is in power at that time will have to be in power in some sort of a coalition. I'm interested to hear your thoughts about these and any other issue that you might want to talk about. But I really want to understand why is everybody taking off their clothes? When I come back, I continue this conversation with you. 702. 702. Callers on 011-883-0702. All right, Francois, you were telling me about your thoughts on Helen Zilla. Your thoughts. Go ahead, sir. Yes. Um, Aubrey, um, so the, um, a couple of years ago, uh, we were at a braai, and um, it was just after the previous election, and um, maybe I had a one or two, um, I don't know, Zamalek or something, but um, you know, we were talking, I said, uh, back then I said, you know, the only way that the DA would, would gain traction would be um, via some scandal so it can stop being seen as a white party and um, some sort of scandal where uh, the black person would take on the white person or Zilla in this case or in that case and say, uh, you know, make it a big scandal so you can show them that it's not a white party and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> quite a few of my friends from the bar actually phoned me shortly after the thing happens and listen, I been consulting. So the, my problem with the whole thing was I don't think it it was actually that because if if you think about it, it, it would have gone in their favor um, if it was approached that way. So well, I mean, isn't, that, isn't it exactly what has happened? No, 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 no. No, it would have had to be much harsher than than, uh, than this for, for, um, for that to have an effect. Hmm. Um, I mean, uh, the controversy that they're sitting with at the moment is they're losing voters on both sides. Um, we, if they were playing clever politics, um, this could have won them a big portion of this country. So you're saying that they've wasted a good crisis, huh? Of course, yes. Um, well, I, personally, I think so. Um, well, at first I thought, wow, they actually thought about this, and then, oh, no, <laughs> they didn't. Um, so, but, you know, okay, well, I mean, you can argue what the movie like Twilight has done with two characters. Why couldn't she in 140 characters say something better? But um, you also have to think about it, that uh, she shouldn't have acted as quick if it was the case. I mean, if you look at Zuma, for instance, you can tell that guy is wrong for a long time before he actually answers. And, um, you know, that would have been the wiser thing. And you could have played it off in so many different ways. I mean, you could have said something, well, uh, soccer came out of imperialism, whatever. You know, it came from the English. 
So Bafana Bafana, yeah, you know, played it off. Yeah, but I mean, uh, just because something. But just just because something came from <laughs> from England does not mean that it was an instrument of imperialism. In other words, just be, just because just because spaghetti came out of China, doesn't mean oh some people thought it came out of uh, out of Italy. No, it came out of China. Just because spaghetti came out of China and we all enjoy spaghetti, or let me call it noodles, doesn't mean that it was an instrument of of imperialism and subjugation. Yeah? No, 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 for sure. Yeah. What I am saying is, if you can take a complex conversation and simplify it, then simplify. Your explanation as well and play it on. That's what I'm saying. Then say, well, I'm yet, so to me, something good came out of it. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. But play it down. That's what it should have happened. Not not try and justify with China, with Thailand, wherever it was. M- Malaysia. <laughs> Francho, I'm going to let you go. Thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. <laughs> How <laughs> McKay says the struggle is real. English was never our friend. <laughs> yeah, let's do the English thing. And uh, yeah, maybe some of us uh, have uh, a different understanding of this word inherently. That's why I've been asking the question of those that say that Africans and African leaders are inherently corrupt. Are you saying that this is a matter of Nature or nurture? Let me speak to John in Bramley. Hi, John. Oh, hi, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Hello. Yeah, yeah. If I just want to uh, talk about uh, uh, Helen Zeno. Yeah. Uh, okay, I believe that her utterance. Uh, okay, they, they are you know racist, and how she uh, tried to defend them. Uh, I was listening to you see this Makaiva show, and she kept on saying that she's apologizing, right? But she kept on saying that. She apologizes for hurting people, you know, the feelings uh, of hurting people, but she doesn't apologize for, she stands by what she has said, right? And she continues to say that uh, today we have churches, uh, universities, because of colonization. So I find it to be insincere, you know? And every time, you know, she, she speaks, I think she she's a liability you know, to, to the possible collision between these two, you know, to, uh, between political parties, you know. But, uh, she, 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 uh, so, sorry, I didn't get that last part. She's, she's, what, tell me about the collusion. <clears throat> no, no, I'm saying she, she, she's a liability to, to the possibility of a collusion that might oust the ANC out of power. Or a coalition that might move the ANC. Yeah, the, ANC. It, it, well, yeah. I, I suppose those are the sentiments that were expressed by by uh, Julius Malema of the EFF, uh, that uh, she is a threat to the opposition coalition project of unseating the, the, the ANC in 2019. So you think that her sentiments are racist? Uh, do you think that she is racist? Uh, you know, I think whether consciously or unconsciously, but the statements, you know, like, I think they're from the heart, you know, or maybe... You know, what you say, obviously, you have, you know, thought about it. You know, I mean, she is quite an intelligent person. So it's something that she has thought about before. So. Is, is the fact, you know, I mean, uh, Temba from Alexander phoned and said something very interesting the other day and said, but isn't it perhaps disingenuous of us 
to have the opinion that she should have a different opinion. That is her truth. That is her experience. Um, that she uttered it and it was uh, offensive to many people in South Africa is a different conversation. But that it is her truth. It is what she is experiencing as a white person in South Africa um, it would be wrong for us to expect her to have any different, uh, a, a, a different um, uh, opinion, John. Uh, okay, then she shouldn't apologize then. No, no, no. She but she's apologizing to... for offending. Yeah, for not for not not that she's apologizing for having the opinion. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me let me think about it. Okay. Okay. That doesn't really matter. Okay. Probably from a position, you know. Yeah. Hello. Probably from her position as a politician. Yeah. Right. Yeah, she is. I don't care if she was a private person, then, you know, I understand. But she is a politician, sure. you know. They're trying to vote. So, sure. as a strategy, you know. Sure. I don't care about, you know, her utterance, you know, she can say whatever she feels or, you know, whether she apologizes or not. But as a strategy, you know. No, no, I, I get I get what yeah. you say. You're saying yeah. that, that at, at, the, at the level of the political game, Right, yeah. she blundered heavily, and uh, uh, and I agree with you. Absolutely agree with you. Yeah. But what do you yeah. make of that which was said by Temba? And I actually thought about it for a long time, and I thought, no, hmm. no. Uh, that that I- is it not a bit disingenuous, especially of us black people who are hurt by her statements, to believe that if she was honest, if she is honest, she would not have any other view but what she expressed. That no, is really her honest view. No, definitely. That is fair. 100% yep. fair. I agree with you. I think, you know, from her personal point of view, sitting at home with her friends, uh, and not, you know, you all have opinions, you yep. know? Like, in a world, please, there's certain things you can't do, you know? There's certain place, uh, you know, certain things are not meant to be, you know, to be done at certain places. So, I think, as an opinion, that is correct. There's nothing wrong with it, but... As I've said, you know, you know I think she, she's she's like, a politician, a, a great politician, politician in this country. No, I hear you, yeah. John in Bramley. Yeah. I'm going to let you go. Thanks very much for a call. Uh, hey, Tara, how's it going, man? I'm doing fine. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know what, man? Uh, you know, I, I I posted on Facebook to say that was a slip on the wrist of the media. Actually, the media inherent view that she holds of being a superior human being to African people. And she's not alone, and many others, like your, the one who posted Africans on the beach and having made some statements of us being baboons and so forth. Those are the views that they hold. However, I'm happy for what happened today or yesterday, because it was an indication to say, Musi is not a leader there. Musi is just someone who has been put there as a front to advance the interest of their colonial masters. So, Silo Malema bought into it because of her deep-rooted hatred against the ALC. And to tell you honestly, all of those two, including their maidens, they will never rule this country. I can assure you on that one. Ah, but uh, no, 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 last week you were telling us you want a war uh, no, in no, this country. The issue of the war, yeah. the issue of the war 
it emanates from another viewpoint. Yeah, we, are, we understand that. But, but here's, here's what I was let, wondering. Let, let's, not, let's not dilute that one. No, let's not dilute anything. I'm simply saying, I mean, you, you are a disciplined member of the ANC, and I suppose <laughs> the, 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 the opinion that you're expressing now is, is, is to be expected. I mean, you... you 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 are you are you're expressing an opinion that is to be expected from somebody but in your position. It's a fact. Well, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a fact. No, I, I can assure you that. No, that no problem. Right. No problem. Uh, let's see how it unfolds. The question, though, is, uh, what would have convinced you of the sincerity of her apology, if indeed there was such a thing? There was no sincerity in her apology. She 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 she, she openly said. She was persuaded. It yeah. was after deliberations with the leadership that I happened to have a view where I think I've done something wrong. Yeah, but but but, but is it is and then I, and I put the same question that I put to John just a few moments ago, and it was something that I was awakened to by another caller yesterday, and that was Temba. He said, "But is it not disingenuous of us who were di- who were?" those of us who were offended uh, and rightfully so by those tweets to expect her to have any other opinion given who and what she is. It would be disingenuous on our part because as I said earlier on, if those are heavy... So what are we crying about? Inherent views, those are inherent views that she holds, that she's superior, you know... So what are we crying about? Sorry? What are we crying about? What? So what's the problem? The fact is this one, it's something that continues to to show that in this country there is inequality, there is racism. So, so, so those are the things that we wanted to eradicate. So if someone who purports herself to be someone who's doing everything in the interest of South Africa, like they claim, the DA, that they're running a thin government and so forth, it begins to say when whatever decisions that they make, is there any of those decisions that benefit the majority of the people of the country? Those are the questions. That's why people would cry. So tell me about, uh, is this a departure of, uh, from, on your part from the, the need to see a war, little or not? You know, of the, the issue of the war, yeah. one way or the other, it might not happen now, but it will happen. For as long as the, con- the conditions continue to be like this, where you find people... But is that not is that not a, 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 as a result of the failure of your leadership, Lithuanolo? I wouldn't agree to that. Agree, mm. uh, it's not because of the failures. Yes, they've contributed, but not in totality. Because today, twenty-two years down the line, we are still grappling with how best can we share the cake. Yeah, but you're talking as though you are not in power. You are in power. But what is it that we would do? Aubrey, you know everything. Everyone would come and tell you how this dispensation was drafted, that a lot of compromise was done. Sure, by, by your leadership. Aubrey, by my leadership, yeah. they, they are thinking at that time, and the scenario that, unveiled, that availed at that time would dictate that they must also have to take a detour. So, so instead of talking you know, war talk... Recall, so let me it, Yeah. If you recall, a lot of people were dying already. There were there was mayhem in the in the township. People were dying. People were killed. Sure. There was 15 killing people. Sure. And but 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 no no, 
you're telling me the problem and you're not wanting to take responsibility for your leadership's involvement in that process. In fact, you are saying that we should have a war. I'm saying to you, isn't it the right thing perhaps to do to say, let us take this broken situation and try and fix it rather than call for war? Oh, the fixing it is by voting for the DA and the No, 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 not at all. I didn't say that. You're saying that. I'm saying, no, I'm, saying I, I'm, sa- I'm saying to you that you seem to be crying wolf about what is currently ha- happening. And I'm saying to you, well, part of what is happening at the moment is because of your leadership. Your leadership has what? disappointed you. But instead of looking for solutions, you throw a tantrum and you want a war. Can I ask you one thing? Over? Sure. Much as far as we talk of the leadership having disappointed, yeah. uh, the life expectancy of an African person today has improved tremendously. Yeah. And the education level of our kids, including myself, but I'm not a kid anyway, I benefited, I, I, I inherited the very same apartheid system where I, I was schooled and so forth. But the livelihood, the life expectancy, the, the quality of the accumulation of wealth by African people has improved because for my for my own experience. Yeah, so why do you want the war? I mean, the, you're painting a very nice uh, situation. These are just challenges of any democratic society. So instead of calling for a situation where people must kill each other, uh, why don't we fix where the problems are and continue? It's a question of who's willing to fix because if we have... No, we should all be willing to fix. No, let, me, let me finish. If we have people who hold such views as Helen Zille and many others who are followers of of hair, then fixing this whole problem would not be easy. Yeah, but 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 but, but remember, remember, let's oh. all uh, there are those who feel the same way about your leadership and the way that you guys have been governing. Does that mean that you must be eradicated? How how has the NC been governing or brave? How? Let's are you not the same person that has been complaining about the governance? Well, let me say the lack thereof of the ANC and the disappointment that you have with your leadership, which is in government at the moment. Let, let me explain myself. Yes. You know, when you're grappling with something that you would wish to see happening, which is going to benefit yeah. the majority of the people, and there are barriers where certain individuals of companies and so forth continues to frustrate you. Yeah. This is what the ANC is facing, basically. And it might be, as I, I want to stand by what I said, because it is only after a war that for the poor, the rest of the poor, that they have nothing to lose. However, no, they, they've got their lives to lose, a little honolo. And that's what I find very sad about people who speak for the poorest of the poor, as if they know uh, what the poorest of the poor uh, are supposed to endure. No, no, the poorest of the poor, poor are people too. They don't deserve to be uh, cannon fodder uh, in the uh, minds of people who've given up like yourself. I'm saying to you, little honolo, that uh, instead of calling for destruction and mayhem, which is what war is, shouldn't we be fixing things rather than calling for uh, war? Let me ask you, is there any, 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 any member of the Freedom Front Plus and the DA willing to give the land to the people? 
rather than have the pieces of legislation every time when the issue of land is supposed to be. Yeah, but uh, why has uh, your government, which uh, your leadership, which has is controlling the purse strings, which has a a minister dedicated to the redistribution of land uh, within a, con- uh, a constitution that doesn't fight against the redistribution of land, why they, have they not done it? You know, I, I, I indicated to you and I expressed myself to say what transpired during the Kodesa. Well, I think what, what you are doing, Little Honolo, is that you, you do not want to take responsibility for your government's uh, portion of the mess. Um, you want to shirk it off to other people. And I'm saying to you that that's not the way to go. Uh, in fact, wh- when you are in a situation where you find that you don't have an answer, you then resort to wanting to have a war. And I'm you saying know, that's, that's not going to work. No one will ever win. Let me take it to say the issue of the war yeah. was not what I wanted to talk about today, except to say I wanted to indicate to say the AFC is still going to continue ruling. Come 2019, the project that they're talking about it's not going to materialize. That one is for sure. And that, won't, and that, that will happen only if we don't have a war. Comrade Lesonolo in Katlehol. Thanks very much for your call. Yeah. Much appreciated. Mkuseli in Rustenburg. Hi. Yes, Mr. Obri. Yeah, hi, Mkuseli. I'm um, good. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have an issue. Yeah. Regarding the fact that APSA is giving 10 million to Nisner. Yes. So I don't know. Maybe you can tell me more about it. Uh, well, what, what APSA has done is that they've created a, a, a relief fund in which they have donated 10 million rands and they've asked uh, members of the public to, um, to contribute to that fund to help the people of... Naisna, PE, uh, Sedgefield, all the way up to Cape Town, who have been, um, uh, who have found themselves in trouble with regards to the natural disasters that we've just experienced. Yeah, I understand that, but I yeah. don't know whether it's me or what. No, it's but you. Even... It's you. Don't worry about it. It's you. Uh, what is you? <laughs> what is your problem? My problem is that uh, last. I think it was last year here in Jobek, there were floods. Yes. But they didn't do anything. So what? What? What's? What? What? What is your? Well, you're saying that they should do that for every situation. Not for every situation, but yeah. they should act now. Just because it's happening in Naisna, where the um, uh, most white people are staying there, yeah, they are doing it. And then when in the black so they shouldn't. They, sh- they shouldn't do it. No, I didn't say that. What? What are you saying? I personally believe that. Maybe I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm too narrative. Or what I believe that maybe they are racist or yeah. Well, the people that are going to benefit from that um, from that fund are not just white people. It's people of all races in that area who've suffered. The majority of which are are, are black, um, simply because the majority of the people in this country are black. Um, so I'm not sure where your problem emanates from. I, I, I can't speak for APSA, but I, I can say to you that people have, have, uh, have, been, have been hurt. People have lost their homes. People have, 
And I'm encouraged that a corporate has decided to do something about it. Okay, no, I, I understand, Mr. Aubrey. Sure. Another thing is, is this thing of an amber challenge. Eh? <laughs> yeah, the amber. Tell me, what is that all about? Amber Rose and her taking off her clothes. What is that all about? Uh, 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 no, actually, I, I, I didn't read everything about it. And I, I just saw something was saying... Uh, let, let us not uh, let us not allow people to tell us how do we do things. So you take off your clothes. Yeah, she said that. <laughs> and, and and the the response of South Africans, I, I saw big aunties, man, big heavy set aunties, <laughs> lying on on the steps taking off their clothes. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, I maybe I'm just old fashioned Kuseli. I don't understand that. I really don't. But somebody, somebody will explain it to me. So basically, it's Amber Rose saying, you know, do what you want to do, man. <laughs> take off your clothes. If you want to take off your clothes. Is that what you <laughs> Well, a couple of years ago, Mkuseli, I don't know how old you are. But uh, a couple of years ago, we had a very interesting phenomenon. I don't know whether it was here in Johannesburg also, but I know that in places like Mamelodi, Soshanguve, Amanskral, Kharangkua. We had a we had a phenomenon called street. Did you did you know about street? Yeah, a little bit of street. Yeah. yeah, you might you might be a little young. Yeah. So it, it was a similar thing to, <laughs> to, to, to what Ember Rose is doing. So I suppose uh, we shouldn't worry too much. It's been around for a long time. Uh, now and again people need to take off their clothes, eh? Yeah, no, but it's a problem. And you see the response of the people via internet, uh, it's a problem. Koseli in Rustenburg, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. Uh, touch in Germiston, huh? <clears throat> Hi, good morning, Ops. Yeah, go for a touch. Hi, I've got three quick comments here. The first one is, I mean, it's one o'clock in the morning. Now we're busy, I mean, uh, talking about the inherent. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's been going on since yesterday, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> so it's been for two days. I yeah. thought maybe when we, when you talk about inherent, I thought it was an I mean an attribute that you born with, yeah. and which I don't think corruption is. It's nobody is born with a um, to be born to be a part of corruption. I don't think so. Well, I, I mean, there are those that are making a very strong case. Touch to say, <coughs> apologies, touch uh, to say that when they speak of inheritance, they're not talking about the fact that it is something that you're born with. They're talking about something that is generally prevalent. Um, oh. That is what they are saying to me. Oh, that is not inherent now. No. Yeah. That, that's okay. Uh, yeah, and I wish they would say that. And then they should then say... I think that would be simple. Yeah, then they, then, then they should say that it is something that we see prevalent in general terms. Yes, then I'm happy to... But I'm not sure if I agree with uh, that being inherent um no no it can't be because yeah. inherent is a it's an original attribute that you're born with so yeah. it can be inherent if yeah. they say mostly yeah even if they say of this maybe 80 percent yeah that 10 percent obviously yeah uh, i think robinson quoted 95 percent which is also quite fascinating um to say 95 percent uh, <laughs> but yeah yeah and then i i was listening to your um your your conversation with Nampu and the reason why she stopped doing it, and I was laughing, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I am reading international law books. Yeah. I mean, I'm writing an exam in a few days and then Nampi Melo is talking about, I mean, lawyers as people who are going to her and I'm like, hey, what's happening in here? Maybe I need to put, to put these books aside, eh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Touch. Have a good morning, man. Thanks, man. So Fouri on uh, on uh, Twitter says, as with all of us, oh sorry, Fouri says, uh, as with all of us, black people are human and capable of good and bad. When you say African, you seem to infer black. I am African. Well, welcome to you too, Fouri. Are you inherently um, corrupt, Fouri, in your Africanness? Give me a call. That's the issue I'm talking about. Tony in Rudapur, hi. Hi, how's it, bro? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Tony. Okay, I'm a first-time caller. Thank you very much for making the call. Yeah, listen, uh, I found it very, very offensive and actually very disgusting that somebody at that age, I think, it's actually an older person who, who mentioned that uh, blacks are inherent, inherently uh, corrupt. I don't, I just, just do not understand that type of mentality. You cannot, that is why you get people like uh, other nations calling us monkeys, others saying that blacks are born rapists. I mean, how do you expect other nations to respect us if we do not even respect ourselves? If we have that type of mentality. Yeah. Really, I do not expect uh, that to be coming from a really an older person who has suffered just as we did. To me, the, the only person who made a lot of sense was that white lady who phoned you, and he, she said, that all, all, all corners of the world, there are corruptible and incorruptible people, which I found that uh, the statement to be really true. Yeah. That is my viewpoint. So the, 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 the issue for me, Tony, was not necessarily that there are black people who hold that opinion. That didn't, that, didn't, that didn't shake me as much as this shaking me, and I'd like to get your opinion as far as that is concerned. I, 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 let me explain. I, I understand that there are people out there that hold such um, opinions, and, and that's fine. It's, it's just the world we live in. I'm worried, though, about the idea from certain people who say that, no, it's just that those people don't understand what they are saying. Do you think that they understand what they are saying? No, I don't think they do. Definitely, they don't understand what they're saying. Because, uh, 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 listen, uh, look, do you think that we know uh, the news on all corners of the world? Your Trumps, your, you know, all those other guys. We don't. We definitely do not know all the news uh, out of the whole world. So now, we do we have the uh, some sort of uh, statistics uh, which nation no, I was, is I was more given ninety. I was given ninety-five percent. No, no, these people are not saying that Africans are more corrupt than others. That's not what they say. They are saying that Africans are inherently corrupt. See, that's, that's, no. that's different. That's different from, from Africans are more corrupt than others. Because that would mean that there are degrees of corruption. What these people are saying is that it is by blood. Now, there are those who say, no, no, man. 
That's not what they mean. They just mean that there is a prevalence, a very large prevalence of corruption in the African continent. Therefore, African leaders are inherently corrupt because of the prevalence of the corruption uh, that we see in Africa. Listen, I haven't even started talking about the corruption that you find in Europe, the corruption that you'll find in America. I mean, that, that those people will make uh, the corruption that you find in South Africa look look like a walk in the park. So I'm not. That, that, that's I don't, exactly my point. I, I, so that's not the conversation. That's not the conversation because one of the big mistakes we Africans make is that we default to a situation of wanting to defend ourselves. I'm saying no. Let's not defend. Let's 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 have the conversation. The conversation is about Africans believing that Africans are inherently corrupt that that, okay. that that conversation is located amongst us here let's talk about that because yeah, yeah i mean okay, if, if, if if you if you if you then want to have a comparative study of corruption ah baba we will lose <laughs> so let's that, talk about that, the, the, that's exactly the, my yeah. point yeah that's exactly my point now what i need to find out how do you expect uh other nations if you do not if you've got uh, if you hate yourself you don't respect yourself you don't even think before you utter anything. How do you expect the next person? Obviously, white in this case. Your zealots, your barnards, all those people who have been saying uh, uh, wrong things. How do you expect them to respect you if you can't even respect yourself? Well, I, I don't even think that it's even about them. I don't think that they even, uh, we should even be bringing them into the equation. The issue is about us. Right? The issue for me is that because, by the way, uh, Tony, even when you do respect yourself, right, and you have the highest esteem of yourself, there will be people outside who still think that you're a monkey. So, that, <laughs> so for me, that doesn't really matter what others think. What worries me is what we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I, I am asking the question, do we understand the implications of us having those opinions about ourselves? No, I don't think we do. That is why we really need to be educated. We really need to be educated, you know, uh, to start believing ourselves, knowing ourselves, know who we are. Because I really do not believe that uh, we are actually different from other nations. We are definitely not. Tony in Rudapur, thanks very much for your call. Much appreciated. Chinedu in Randburg, hi. Hello, Aubrey. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Chinedu. Ah, okay. Anyway, I have uh, another uh, different view, but before I go there, let me just comment a little bit on the issue you people are uh, talking about. Um, there is something I observed here. ANC supporters, they are very, very arrogant and very biased. You know, these people should understand that I believe where Mandela is now, when he look at what is happening in South Africa now, he would be crying that this is not the kind of country that, you know, that he led his life for a system that we are, you know, we are living into now. I'm one of the people who prayed and said, Jacob Zuma must rule this country. But what is happening now, I think the system and the corruption level of his government is bringing this country. Quick, you know, quick question, uh, Chineru. Yes, sir. 
which supporters of which political party are not arrogant? Um, anyway, um, anyway, I'm not talking about other political party. Why I'm okay. talking okay. about ANC yep. is because is because they are the liberation uh, uh, party, and the power is in their hands. Like they, a lot of things that we are complaining now, they have the power to change it. Like as you you were telling the other the other guy that called before Mandela and all these people. They negotiated these terms based on the condition they were to save lives, so that when the power is in the hands of the of us now, we have to make use of it instead of being self-centered and selfish and stupid, you know, in handling issues. Anyway, that is by the way. Yeah. What I want what I want to comment about is that I remember there was a, a I think one month ago that you people did a program that all men. Trash. Yes, there was that uh, conversation. Yes. Okay. Today there is something that happened, and these things I've been uh, uh, been observing. This, you know, I was in a taxi today. We are from Rambek to town. Mm. There was this taxi driver. He was so saucy, so rude. I know that he scares everybody, but that is by the way. But after we counted money and gave him, give to him. Another person, uh, you know, came into our taxi. Then they gave the money to the lady that I was in front uh, with. Then this lady passed the money to the driver. This driver was very rude that the lady was a kind of jittery, was shaking. I said to this driver, why are you always, because I've observed, doing this to your passenger? Immediately, I didn't know that this guy has got a knife, very dangerous one, in a taxi. He pulled this knife to stab me. Everybody in a taxi was mm-hmm. screaming. They were terrified, like they said, I should keep quiet. Then what I want to say here, you know, South African guys, let, I don't know uh, the language I'm going to use to say it, but I've been here almost 20 years. You know, the way of killing of women and the way people are, like, for instance, in it, why there is a lot of people are dying in taxi uh, accidents is because you will see drivers, they are drunk and they are driving, nobody will talk because I, you choose to die in accident instead of them to stab you or to shoot you. So most times what I do is that if the taxi driver is drunk or driving anyhow, I will get down and pay another money and take another taxi. So what I need to say, I want to say here, the way people are scared about this taxi driver that nobody wants to talk, they choose to die in accident instead of even when they complain that taxi driver will kill them. Uh, I don't even today. I went to report in Rambeg uh, where I took that taxi. You know what they told me? Immediately I gave them the number for the taxi. Every taxi driver was saying that one is completely mad. And now I'm saying. If they know that this person is already mad, is it when he killed, how many people would this person, people kill before the person, you know, they will stop him from walking in this taxi uh, drive? Even the lady, I have the South African lady, I took her number because I'm still going to follow this up because their bosses, the taxi owners, I think 
they, they understand this industry, but this driver does not understand this industry at all. How can a person, you pay your money upon the struggling, the kind of taxes that they bring and all those things, still they are terrorizing you. Chinedu, thank you very much for your call. Very, very sad occurrence there, hey? Very, very sad. All right, there's somebody by the name of Social Justice Today at Adam ITV. Sent a series of um, of tweets. Uh, clearly, you, you are not aware of where the conversation started, and your tweets reveal your your haste, your enthusiasm, but of course, in the wrong way. I did not say that African leaders are inherently corrupt. It's not what I said. It was something that was raised at a show yesterday. Somebody commented about it, and it's a conversation that continues. I did not say that. In fact, I agree with you when you say that that is a fundamentally racist concept or uh, um, uh, uh, comment. Absolutely agree with you. Um, Social justice says, Dear Aubrey, don't talk nonsense. Who is saying that black people are inherently corrupt? You should not quote nonsense like this. All right? And this person says, uh, and then he continues to say that... uh, uh, I call for Aubrey to be suspended for being so stupid as to quote a ridiculous statement. I didn't quote it. I didn't say it. Somebody else did. But I suppose what I'm trying to say for you is that obviously doesn't know where the conversation started. He heard something in the middle of the conversation and there he is tweeting like mad. Completely uninformed. Doesn't know where the story started. Get informed. And that's why people get in trouble with their tweets. They must ask Helen Zilla. You sit there, you've, you have, you've got your own issues, and you sit there with your twitting machine, and you act like a twit. Absolutely. So he says, name the people that have said that. I'm not going to waste my time with you. You just need to get, um, get informed. Social Justice or Adam Mitv, whatever your name is. <laughs> Your number one news and talk station. We'll continue with the conversation after the news. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear from you. What the hell is going with Amber Rose? And why is it that people in South Africa have also decided to take off their clothes? It's two o'clock. Time for Eyewitness News. Know your rights. Use them responsibly. Lead SA. Smartphone, DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106.0 FM. This is 7.02. Five minutes after two, the final, the fourth and final hour of the show. And it's been an interesting uh, conversation. I'm looking at a, uh, a repeat broadcast of, uh, of a conversation that Paul Bomalefe had. Paul Bomalefe is the current chairperson of the prasa board he he and the board have decided to lay charges against the hawks eh? for not for not pursuing the corruption charges against uh, certain individuals and organizations that do business with prasa don't you find that bizarre hey eh? i suppose it's a sign of the times eh give me a call i'd love to take uh, your calls as far as that is concerned. I'll read you some of the uh, SMSs and tweets that have come through. Aspen Pharmacare says it 
Markets uh, noted the announcement by the Competition Commission on suspected excessive pricing of cancer medication and says it will comply fully with the probe. The Commission will investigate Aspen along with Pfizer and Roche for various transgressions. Again, we seem to be having um, we seem to be having more and more corporate corruption beginning to emerge now in the pharmaceutical industry. I know people that have had to deal with um, that have that had to deal with with cancer. Um, somebody was telling me that just to get just to buy a needle, right? A needle for the injection of um, white blood cell stimulants in your body, right? That needle alone costs eight thousand rands. Eight thousand rands. I, I got no problem with people doing business. Eh? People. Business is the lifeblood of any economy. We need to do business. But man, there's a time and a place when you need to stop and think and say this is no longer trying to make make a profit. This is trying to kill people. And I think that uh, a more emboldened com- uh, competitions commission needs to go even further. We, we need to give organizations like the competitions commission that is unre- unraveling and revealing more and more corporate um, thuggery we need to embolden them and give them more resources so that they can probe the banks, people that wield so much power over the private lives of individuals of this country, to, to give them more power, more resources to check. And I tell you that there will be a discovery that is going to show that there is endemic corruption, endemic corruption that has been sanitized by certain rules and regulations and laws that have, been, that have been kept for a very long time such that they've been normalized, but fundamentally they are corrupt to the core. So I'd be interested to hear your thoughts about that. O double one eight eight three o zero two. So somebody's asking me, what, what, what is this Stretla? Well, <laughs> Stretla is a very interesting uh, phenomenon that we had in the townships a couple of years ago. Maybe about 20, 30 years ago, huh? 20, 25 years ago, let me say, uh, where there was a dance where people just decided that, you know, in the middle of the heat of the moment of that dance, people would want to take off their clothes. I'm told that it's still happening. Amber Rose out in the United States decided she won't, she won't do what she want to do. <laughs> take off her clothes. Take it off. <laughs> Or double one eight eight three zero seven zero two, and then there's the whole issue of tweets, social media. I worry. I'm I'm not very active on social media. I'm, I'm not. I I do this job, which requires that you need to be present in some of these things, and sometimes to stimulate a conversation that I'm going to have, I'll tweet something now and again. But I'm not very active on Twitter. But I'm also seeing that people, and I think. Um, in my conversation with uh, uh, alluded to it that there is an arrogance that grows with people that seem to have a number of vote I mean number of followers especially on Facebook or Twitter or those kinds of social media where they start to actually believe certain hypes about themselves such that they believe they can say certain things without thinking I'm thinking about this fool here whom I shall not name. But you, you, you jump into a conversation. You don't know where it started, what it's about, how it happened, and you just, just say things because you think 
you are part of black twitter you can now uh, you can now change the course of the conversation nonsense man just get informed and understand what's going on you and your two followers hey man and then ends up a papa looking forward to your calls i think it's a conversation we need to have about how we need to behave on social media helen zilla got herself into a lot of trouble because i think somebody said to me that she was sitting at the airport at some point and she was frustrated and uh, she tweeted these things and uh, that's not really her character um we shouldn't judge her uh, on the basis of these tw- tweets well, well she's in the game of politics that's what happens in this thing called politics you mess up like that you're gonna pay dearly i'd like to take your calls i think a lot of people uh, t- tend to um and i think it's a cowardly uh, attribute that uh, you're sitting there by yourself, you're listening to the radio, you're just reading something, and you want to lash out without thinking about the consequences of your tweets, your postings, and, 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 and you f- somehow feel so brave <laughs> that you've said something on Twitter or on, on Facebook, there in the privacy and the safety of your little room. Nah, I think I think it's very important. No, no, I think it's important. That's how Helen Zilla got herself into trouble. You, you sit there, you're enjoying the comfort and safety of your home or wherever you are, and you're listening, and you're not entirely clear about what it is that you're listening to, and then you go out and you just tweet. You think, no, it's, it's cowardly, it's silly. Anyway, give me a call, 11 would love to take your calls, and of course, uh, your tweets too on at 702 Aubrey. I think it's a great tool, Twitter. Facebook, I think they're, they're wonderful tools. But in the wrong hands, they can get you into very serious trouble. Give me a call. I'd love to hear from you when I come back. You're with 702. You're with 702. Your number one news and talk station. Mfundisi, um, Dr. Snabo, good morning to you. Hello, this is you, Baba. Very well, sir. How are you doing? I don't know. I'm actually holding back my tears. Like, I've been, like, rehearsing the story. But um, I just want to sort of relay yeah. to um, our congregation tonight. Yes. Mfundis. Yes. You and I, our fathers. Yes. We love our kids yeah. wholeheartedly. Yeah. We've got Twitter warriors out there who teach absolute drivel. And yet, there's this young man. I've got a story. I think I tweeted you um, yesterday. Mm. Uh, his name is Capella um, Gawardo from Wellington yeah. in the Western Cape. Yeah. I'm just going to read a few tweets and then I'm going to sort of delve into the depths of the story. Yeah. And this is how it reads Meet Capella Gawardo from um, Wellington. So this young man was uh, coming from a bathroom where he was attacked by uh, fellow students where he collapsed and they doused him. Uh, well, they don't know what chemical they used where he was burned so badly and he had to be rushed to um, Tigerberg um, Hospital. Mm. So this young man... What actually strikes me about him and pains me 
greatly so as a father is that the mom is a domestic worker and this young man had obtained a bursary to go to Rukharsantain in Pretoria and he was hospitalized from September until December, just I mean just day before my birthday on the twenty seventh of December. And fortunately this young man, um, he will be getting um surgery from um Tigerberg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ha- however that being said, we ought to be cognizant that plastic surgery is not cheap in light of um the discourse in the family circumstances and that I would beseech people to come on board to assist this family, to assist this young man because his whole life and livelihood has been turned around. I mean, I was looking at the the pictures um, before he was burnt and you guys have just been subjected to the pictures on social media but I mean, I've been communicating with their friends. I mean, I've got p- pictures that are gruesome beyond what you guys are seeing on social media. Mm. And I'm begging, pleading with all um, our listeners that are listening tonight. Mm. You guys have my contact details. I will put anyone who's willing to lay a helping hand towards this young man. Mm. To lay a helping hand, to touch me, like, it's like I'm actually holding back my tears, like not just yeah, emotional. Yeah, that is a young man with a future, a mm. future that was disrupted mm. because he had a talent. And what makes it even more painful is the fact that his mom has to wake up on a daily basis mm. to do someone's laundry, cleaning the house. How cruel can one possibly be? Mm. We, the hell is our humanity? Like, I understand, like, and I, I can hear you guys, like, I mean, delving <coughs> on the topic from yesterday. Like, mm. I mean, yes, I, I want to delve into it. But right now, for this, I am being a father. And I'm being a human being, I'm being a brother, mm. and anything but delving into the politics of this country, yeah, yeah. but to focus on humanity. Yeah. Let us refocus our center towards humanity. That young boy needs each and every one of us. I mean, good Lord knows, even if it's five friends, it's mm. a contribution. Like I'm holding back my tears. Like I know you don't like emotional people, and I, I, I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in for this. But for that young man, yeah. All I'm saying is, lift your hand up and say, Capella, here's something to keep you going. Mm-hmm. I mean, fine, whatever they're doing in Tigerberg is yes, to help them because they'll be doing an ear. Um, a transplant. How yeah, I'm gonna call my people the side in Gauteng to help him to get back to the proper life. I'm looking like I'm actually looking at the pictures as I speak to you. Mm. 
Mufundis, like, I can't, but let's pray for that family. Yeah. Snabu, like thanks very much for your call, uh, my brother. I'm very sad to hear the story that you've just related. And, um, yeah, um, it is it is a very sad story. Snabu, in Rand Park. Rich, and, Mufundis, uh, yeah. before I go, I mean, anyone who wants to get hold of me, uh, entertain has got my details, yeah. and I'll put them in touch with the family, and then we can take it from there. Mm. Snavo, thanks, my brother. Much appreciated. Brian in Pretoria West. Hi. Uh, Aubrey, how are you, my brother? I'm very well, thanks. Brian, how's it, man? I'm good, I'm yep. good. Um, Aubrey, you know, um, with inherent um, inherent corruption. Yep, yep, you know, yep. I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, uh, why we are black people. Can you tell me what inherent means in Zulu, for example? Well, it was a conversation that we even had yesterday in Isizul. Inkoshagalo. Inkoshagalo. Aha. Now, 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 anybody can be born. Is, is there anybody that you know that is born Okoshagale? Well, uh, look, the, 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 the conversation started with Tabaka yesterday who who unequivocally uh, declared that African leaders are inherently um, corrupt. And I I said, why do you say so? And he said to me, look at the evidence. The evidence is empirical. It is undeniable. Look at what is happening throughout the the continent. And I I could have gone into that conversation to say, but when you say inherently corrupt, there are countries on the African continent where people are doing a great job. Paul Kagame in Rwanda is doing an excellent job. Botswana, Namibia, um, you know, I mean, many other countries. But I was interested in trying to understand the psychology of the decision that makes somebody who is African say that African leaders who are potentially African people or who are African people who became African leaders are inherently corrupt. And uh, he believed very strongly that it is something that is genetical because I actually asked the question, are you saying that this is something that is genetical? He said, yes. But then there are those who are saying, no, it's because the word inherent is uh, has been misunderstood by Tabaka and those people because what he was basically meaning is that it is a general reality on the African continent. So um, I I fundamentally don't believe in that kind of thinking, Brian, but I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have that conversation because I think that it is indicative of a particular mentality that we, we need to understand and deal with uh, in the country. You know, you know, you know. To me, there are there are a, lot, a whole lot of words that that come in English that uh, we as black people take, uh, adopt actually, not take, adopt, and and make them like as if uh, they, they, they 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 can relate to the African language, to the African explanation of things. Yeah. Which 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 really sometimes. Uh, when I think about it, it's like... Man, now, I, 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 I'll, I'll say this to you, Brian. I don't believe that it's a matter of, 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 of uh, loss in, transla- in translation because of, of language. No, I don't believe so. I think that... I that think, no, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, sorry, I'm not even... Sorry, man. Sorry yep. to interrupt that. I'm not, it's not about loss in translation. Yep. It's, it's, it's like, it's like uh, we take this, 
this this word that they 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 they, they, they well well I, I'll say this I, I wouldn't want to say this but I'll say this that the white man has taught us this this language that they have taught us and now because we know this language and it has become uh, say they, they they call it they call it that yeah it's the it's the universal language you know uh, everybody speak English what's wrong with you you know you must know some 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 English at least mm. and 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 we now take this and we adopt it and make it our own when when there are certain words in English to be honest that are not even existent in 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 our in our uh, black languages. I mean, I was in Lagos, I was in Nigeria some other time, and I was amazed at the fact that when you, in Lagos in 1991, when they see a, a white person, uh, everything stops, you know, everything stops. Like, yo, yo, guys, guys, Nigerian call a white person Oibo. So it's like, hey, Oibo. Everybody be like, what? White person? Ah, white man, there's a white man. You know, and I come to South Africa. Uh, I was in exile. So I come to South Africa 16 years later, and I see white people all over, and it's like normal to South African to see a white man. But when in same Africa, in, in uh, West Africa, for an example, in Lagos, a white man is the strangest thing to see at that point in time. I don't know now, but, you know, so, so inherent to me sounded like, I heard you yesterday, I was listening to this conversation yesterday, and I thought, wow, our African brothers have actually taken to this, uh, to this, to this language that they call universal, and they've uh, interpreted it into 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 blackness, and it now has become part of our lives, such that we are suddenly now inherently corrupt. When when corrupt itself, that word corrupt. Oh, God. Yeah. Nobody, no child is born a koshagele. I mean, think about it. A child, a two-year-old, can't be corrupt. And so corruption comes as you grow. It's, it's like racism. It's like racism being taught at a womb. When a child in a school can can call uh, uh, us, uh, you know, for an example, you know, it's, it's like, God, how, how do people even do this? You know, it's like, it's like, no, man, we are African. We should uh, uh, know our own. We should know where we are from. We should know who we are more than, it's like, suddenly we want to know, yeah. want to be like, you know, want to know more than sure. what the white man teaching us. You know. Brian, I'm going to let you go, sir. Thanks very much for your call. Mugeti in City Deep. Hi. Hi, Obli. What yeah. a nice topic. Thank you, sir. <laughs> much appreciated. Yeah. yeah. Obli, actually, I've been fighting this for a very long time, the idea that we blacks, we are corrupt. Mm. Yeah. I, looking around, and let me make a scenario. There was a company right there in the east, the mine. So they were looking for the employees. I was one of the employees, but before they can employ you, then you had to go through the uh, the lie detector. Mm. So most of the guys whom they were assessed before me, they actually failed. I even thought this is a resistance because some of other white guys were pass, were passing that assessment. Yeah. 
Then we got a break. When we are in a break, I, I went to the guy who was operating that machine and asked why these people are failing. Mm. And why we, most we blacks, we are, we are actually not going, we are failing this. Then he told me, no, man, you are not telling the truth when you are in that machine. Yeah. Because I ask you a simple question, whether since you were born, have you ever stolen anything? Mm. And you tell me you never did that. Mm. So, and I came, uh, there was my turn then. When my turn arrived, I went there and he asked me the very same question. Have you ever stolen anything in your life? Mm. I said, yes, I did steal it. I did, I did steal it. Uh, uh, I, I did steal when I was growing up. Yeah, sugar, whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So this actually uh, support the the fact that this thing it is it is we are, we are born with it. It is in our nature. I can make another scenario where I was told the story of the family where somewhere in Russia where they had a one child and they decided that they will, they will never take their child to to school. So they put their child there, they teach him everything. Hmm. And later on, and good manners. They teach him good manners. And then later on, they had another baby. This another baby was here. Now they pay attention to this new baby. This, this other baby got jealous. Hmm. And he took, he took a knife, he stopped the, he stopped the other child. Hmm. Hmm. Where does he take it from? It's in his nature. We are born with this thing. So, see, so, so let's, 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 let's just bring the discussion back into context and back into perspective, uh, Mugeti. Yes. Okay, yes, uh, yes. A, a lady... I want to say, I want maybe, okay, I was just mentioning that of one of the Russia. Let's go in, in Soweto, where, where most of you grew up. You see, uh, Aubrey, each and every little child, they idolize uh, the people who, the mafias, uh, the Arab people, and, and these Arab people who are doing heinous uh, crimes in, in the location. Every kid in Soweto, they want to emulate those people. And if you, you, you come, maybe you become a better person that I'm trying to be myself and go to them. You, you are boring those children. And I've been in a, some of a leadership in the churches, in the school. But I realized that, but when you come as if you are actually someone better off, you are boring. Let's make a, a, a straight example of the, most of the politicians. Look at Musibudi Mangena. He's a, he's a very clever man. Reserve, very reserved and a very good person. But you cannot have a must, most followers enjoyed by ANC, DA, EFF. And if you look at those political leaders... Yeah. Mugeti, okay. let, 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 let's, yeah. let's just try and bring some perspective into, into what we were talking about, what we've been talking about. Okay. The person who raised the issue of Africans being inherently corrupt spoke of this inherent corruption as a uniquely African attribute. Right, that's different okay. to what you are talking about. To say that all human beings have the propensity for doing bad or good. All human yeah. beings have the, the 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 inherent ability to do good or bad. All human beings. The issue that I have been trying to raise is the idea that. Corruption is an inherently African attribute. These people who hold this opinion are saying that African people, by virtue of being African, are inherently corrupt. 
Now, I find that that very sad, but also completely mad. Because you can't say that people are inherently corrupt because they are African. African. It's true that <laughs> I can't argue with you when you say that all human beings have the propensity uh, to do bad things as they have the propensity to do good things. What I am taking umbrage of is the issue of saying that African leaders are inherently corrupt. That for me is, is, is a very, very strange way of thinking. No, no, Aubrey, we, we, we will agree to disagree, but I, I, I was saying when I grew up back into the before 94 and after 94, I had that mind and I was fighting that mind. Even today I had to accept because of the things that are happening around so us. So let me, let me, let me un, uh, uh, ask this, Mukit. Yes, sir. You believe that Africans are corrupt because of their Africanness? I believe so. <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to believe of what is happening around me. Mukete, in what city deep. Thank you very much for your call. Much appreciated. Smuda in Dobsonville. I thought our uh, Smuda can't not call. We were talking about the DA. He must call. Yeah. Mm. Hey, my name's Sick. How are you, my brother? I'm good, Smuda. What is on your mind? Yeah, and you're up and about. Last time your, I your, talked your t- to you... Your, t- your TV is on, uh, or, or something is on. Uh, we no, can hear. Uh, no. Maybe I was a speaker, sorry. Oh, okay. but, All right, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, last time I talked to you, not sorry, Sfuga, man. I'm, up and about I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get better, man, Buddha. But you go ahead. Tell me, what do you think of what happened yesterday with Helen Zilla? I thought... No, 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 before I go there, my yeah. brother. Now this issue of competition, competition, ne? Yeah. Big up to them, man. Yeah. And, and, and because and they're still going to see a lot of what will come to this corruption of uh, 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 of these companies. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, it's not corruption, it's corruption in fact, you know? Yeah. And uh, it is. And uh, you ask me, you know, sometimes I ask myself, as uh, this guy from it of Simpson, which where are these investigative journalism when it comes to such issues? All these things, it's only the competition commission that... Uh, 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 it's giving us uh, this fraud that is happening there. Ne? Yeah, you, mu- you, must, you must read publications like The Economist, uh, maybe even a little bit of Business Day, uh, Noseweek. Those kinds of uh, uh, publications do talk about those kinds of things. It's just that it's not mainstream media, and so people don't read those kinds of things. Okay, Noseweek. Yeah, yeah Noseweek, The Economist, uh, 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 Black or Entrepreneur. The new yeah. Or the new age. Yeah, or the new age. Yes, my brother. <laughs> Although we, we, we could have a conversation about the new age. But, uh, Spuda, tell us what are your and thoughts. Where is the political feeder of the DA, EFF? Because yeah. they always want to talk about corruption, but it seems they are selective when it comes to such issues. Yeah. Now they have become the vanguard of, uh, uh, of the white monopoly. They no longer entertain these issues. These people, when I, you know, I, I will tell you until 2019, I regret my vote to these guys, you know? What, to, to but, the yeah. EFF? Yeah, Baba. I oh, know, it's fine. You can change your mind. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Now, but let me go to uh, the issue of uh, uh, Helen Z. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yes. I mean, I, I'm not shocked. 
Yeah. I'm not shocked about what's happened there. Because who will see it's just a puppet there. The people who are running is the heavens, is the team self, my quota, the same camp. And Musi was taking the just to come uh, when I can speak good English. Because, you know, we've got these blacks who always, when they see a white person, they wouldn't it. I'm not like that. And uh, in their internal uh, survey about this heaven's unity, they found that majority of those blacks who voted for them, who supported them, they have deserted them. So to me, for them to say, no, we are going to suspend heaven's leader from the DA activities, I don't care about that racist DA, you know, they suspend it. For them. The thing that makes me angry, why don't they suspend that woman from the premiership, because, from being a premier? Because she's a premier there, and in my money, she's paying her, what you call it, her salary there. The woman who's celebrating colonialism, African people were taken out of this continent, shipped to the Americas, shipped to the uh, Europe, and um, many of them died in the seas, and uh, we can account for them then. And then she comes and say, no, the Holocaust was more cruel than the whole, the, and the whole uh, colonialism. Then Muslim come to the yesterday and said, no, we should uh, pursue the project of it's a myth in this country. So long as they keep on I want to have a final coherence. There will never be reconciliation in this country. So to me, it's like the day is taking black people for granted because they think that no, we'll say we'll move on by removing Helen Zilla from what he called. Why don't they remove Helen Zilla from the post, from the premiership? And it's not the first time Helen Zilla did it. Even her apology, that's not sincere from that woman. You can see what he, all along, after thinking about colonialism. She justified about her tweets and everything. Now, because that things that chicken are coming home to us in terms of the numbers of those monarchal blacks they are losing the tea, they said, no, come, come, let's go and uh, go and address a press conference and say you apologize. That apology was not sincere. First, she called black people coming from Eastern Cape, going to uh, what you call Western Cape refugees. She insulted Usim Dana and called him this professional black. And you've got many of them, besides to Helen Zilla, because the DNA of, 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 of the DA is racism. The likes of Panaconad. There's a counselor there called by Amy Rams in the Western Cape. She, that, as we talk about the inherent something, she said black people are inherently criminal. What did they do to that woman? They gave her 10,000 funds. There's a counselor in the West, in the, what he called in Nelson Mandela Bay, what by the name of Kutse. He called the deputy mayor of the UTM there, Baboon. They, they give that to a man F10,005. So to me to say, no, we want to pursue a, a project by removing Helen Zilla from only from the DSA uh, uh, structures. It's not saying anything to me. And uh, they will keep on dreaming about this project of say they will leave 20, they will win 20. They will never win. Because if you check it here when open, it cannot even break the 25% barrier. Let's combine combine them with their friends, the FM. They only make one thing person. 31%. Then come Helen Zilla. They think that black people, after they've insulted them, they'll vote for this. So, so me, Umusi Maimani, yesterday clearly demonstrated that Umusi just an uncle Tom there. Because if he was really indeed a leader of the DA, that woman would vacate that office. Because me, Naezusbu, I'm angry that my money, that just continue to pay the likes of Helen Zilla. The people who, the person who can celebrate the most corrupt system that annihilated African people when I bring in this world. Okay, Spura, you good, man? 
I'm trying, please. Right. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. No, the last thing I just enjoyed to talk about the law society. Also, the law society, sometimes I don't know how these people operate. You've got now they say they're initiating this data about another lawyer. But I'm asking myself, why don't they initiate investigation against Mabucho? You remember this judge who said black people are are racist, black people are like this. Why don't they also initiate investigation against that woman? Yeah. Well, she's resigned as a, as a judge. She's no longer yeah, a judge. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but they can also initiate investigation to, invest, to, to, to investigate what? From the role. Oh yeah, no, I think that that would that makes sense. Spuda, yeah. uh, thank you very much. But I'm angry about my man. Yeah, no, I can I can hear. Yeah. Uh, generally, you're angry every day you call me. Yeah, you, you, you know what? You you, you, you must too. you must call me when you're not angry one day, yes, Yeah, but you know, if I sometimes I listen. Yesterday yeah. you're talking about this thing. For me, people who are mentally disturbed. Uh, like they think that the black people are really this. Those people, I don't entertain them. It's like we have them during apartheid. The likes of Chuma Marcelo who participated during apartheid, killing their own kind. So, I mean, if you get people who hate themselves, those are the topics that will never make me call. But the likes of Helenville, they make me angry because my man is going to pay for that woman who's, having, who's going to be a premier that is kid. They just uh, remove her from the DA. I don't care they can remove from the DA. Why don't they remove her from the premier? Because my salary is going to pay the person who's celebrating the system that he annihilated the African people. Yeah. So, 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 will you call me when you are not angry one day? Yeah, I will call you maybe one day after, and she, maybe yeah. if case that she's doing a trophy, maybe Something I'll call. Maybe probably I'll be happy. Yeah. No, Spuda, in Thompson will have a good rest, my brother. It's hard, my brother. <laughs> yeah. Mom Linda in Randburg, hi. Hi, okay. How are you, Mom Linda? I'm getting better, Mom Linda. Getting better, getting better. Slowly yeah. but surely, yes. I was thinking about Umshonyane. Umshonyane, I was advised by Usis Linda from Soweto. She was also uh, telling me that I must try some of that. Uh, I just haven't had the, the time yet, uh, Mom Linda. But what, yeah. what is on your mind, Mama? You guys don't like apples. <laughs> you know, the reality is that even all of these other things that we buy from chemists, I'm talking about Western chemists, mm. they are also fundamentally herbs, you know? Yes, yeah, you know, so but you don't like them pure, you guys, you know? No, it's not that you we You want don't, them mixed with chemicals. It's not that we don't like them. I think it's just sometimes the convenience uh, of just... <laughs> I was listening to you as well when you were talking the other caller. I think somebody sent the SMS... About Mafura Fariki. Hey, I'm a footy Fariki. I was laughing, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what is on your mind, Mam Linda? Uh, I was trying since yesterday morning about this inherently uh, corrupt, you yeah. know. I, I can hear so many of you guys, you know, you really, you hate as much as I am, you know, mm. about that. <sighs> you know, some people, they just, don't want to change. Mm. When you say they say in Zulu, is it's what is called in Kosagalo. In Kosagalo, yemvelo. In other words, in Kosagalo, vela, vela, ekazinu zelena. In Kosagalo, yemvelo, yobusela. That's why I, I, I've got a problem with 
how can you call it that in if your father was never like that mm. if your grandfather before him was never like that so that means to me when you're saying that about peoples you know you are not insulting the corrupt ones mm. you are insulting their ancestors mm. that's where i've got a problem with if your ancestor, you know, your, 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 your father's father or, you know, your great-grandfather, mm. they were all good guys, mm. hard-working guys. They were trying everything in their power mm. to give you children, you know, mm. a better life. Mm. And they never stole a thing from anybody. Mm. And they died poor, dead poor, mm. because they couldn't save not even a cent. Mm every cent they had to spend it on their children. Mm. And then now, you, Aubrey, you become the bad Aubrey, a thief, mm. a corrupt thief, mm. and blame your father and your grandfather for mm. it, mm. that you've got that from their blood. Mm. To me, when it comes to the ancestors, I don't care if it's yours or mine or anybody, I will always defend them. Because I know how they were not like that. Mm. What they did for us in, in this country, there was nothing either except good. They built this country. Mm. This country was built on their backs. But now today, we're calling them that they were corrupt. Corrupt from what? Hmm? Mm. To me, you, you, you see, you see, the the the, the, the interesting uh, sort of arguments that are going on at the moment. There's the argument that says that uh, all people have some bad in them and some good in them. In other we words, all know that, isn't yes. it? But so, you know so, 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 that is a different argument, or a dis a different notion to what the callers that have been saying that Africans are inherently corrupt because of the corruption that we see in certain in certain instances i i i i mean some i spoke to somebody just now who said to me no let's agree to disagree he really believes that africans are inherently corrupt in other words they are born that way uh, and, and, and and that for me is is is, is a very sad uh, thing to hear from another african you know some people you know some of us you know, I believe in that, especially our ancestors. The majority of them, they died without expressing their bad side. They died with that. They, only, they were only living, only to express the good side. Mm. You know, because some of us, even if we do have that bad side in us, mm. you know, we, we, we are not... You know, uh, we don't have the power to express that, that side unless maybe somebody tries to provoke me or somebody tries to kill my family, and then I will show that bad side, you know, inside myself. It's not that it's not there, but I think most of us, most people, they died without even showing their bad side, except mm. only the good side they show. Mm. And then when you think about some of these people's why they don't, you know, think about what used to 
to say it about them, mm. that they, they, their ancestors, you remember that as well, that our ancestors, they used to be called demons. Mm. You know that your ancestors are demons. They're not angels. They're not amazos, but they're demons. Mm. Some people, they believe that once their father that died, if your father dies, and then afterwards you're going to call your father a demon. Mm. And then some people, they also believe, truly believe that they were created by the devil himself because that's what they were taught when they were kids, mm. when they grew up, growing up, knowing that the black peoples, they are the creation of the devil. Mm. And they see, they, we used to see the pictures, the devil's pictures as well, how the devil looks like. Yeah. So you look at the people's like, uh, let me finish by saying, you look at the people's like, Tatu Mugabe, Tatu Mugabe is 96 years old, isn't mm. it? I think that Mugabe and the others, they died very old. I truly believe in that. They never insulted their ancestors. Mm. That's why. You can say whatever you want about them. I think their ancestors, they will, always, they will always protect them, you know, because they respect them. Mom Linda in Renberg, I'm going to stop you there. Okay, uh, a number you. of calls still. Thank you very much, Mom Linda in, um, in uh, Renberg. So Boyani um, Pasha says, Aubrey, realists, realists would agree that humans are inherently corrupt which is why we need effective systems to mitigate levels of corruption. I cannot disagree with that statement, Boyani. What I disagree with, because that's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a general ontological argument. It talks about human beings and corruption being um, a, a, a trait uh, that may exist in all human beings. I have a problem with the idea that exclusifies it to Africanness. I have a problem with the idea that says that Africans are inherently corrupt to the exclusion of others. That's what I have a problem with. That everybody, every human being has the propensity to be bad is a statement of fact. But to make it an exclusive matter of fact that Africans are inherently corrupt. Hmm. It's a very, very, very far-fetched idea for me. Lungile in um, Soweto, hi. Hi, Everything, Malagai. I'm well, thank mm. you. So I know this topic is on another level. <laughs> <laughs> and Agutsubu is angry and I understand yeah, No, he's, he's, he's angry. angry. He's angry. But I he's always angry, so we, we, we allow him time to, to vent, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, I just want to say black Africans are not born inherently corrupt. In fact, no one is, whether black or white, no, no one is born inherently corrupt. And I just want to take it back to the guy that was just commenting on Twitter saying things that he doesn't know about. Oh, social um, justice today, yeah. Yeah, no, uh, uh, that guy, wrong. He must just not do that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I... I, 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 I you, you know, I, I find it cowardly. 
It is. Th- th- that somebody yeah. will tweet certain things and people will then respond to what he has said, believing mm-hmm. that what he has said is the truth. When this person is hijacking a conversation that he doesn't even know how it started, where we are in that conversation, what the evolution of the conversation is. The unfortunate part is that he's now tweeting his nonsense and people who were oblivious of where this conversation started and how it has flowed are going to think that what they are saying, what that person is saying, is actually what he is asserting. And and that's what I find irritating. It doesn't bother me, but I find it irritating that here is a genius who has a very, very high opinion of their own ideas, who has no idea where we started talking about this thing. And there he goes. Now he's tweeting and... Um, he believes he's on a campaign now. Anyway, Lungile, thanks very much for your call. Thank you. Okay. Much appreciated. Thanks, Lungile in Soweto. Uh, Stone in Sabukeng, hi. Hello. Hi, Stone. Go ahead. Hi, uh, Aubrey. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you, Stone. All right. First time caller, but Thank I'm your supporter. Thank you very much. Much appreciated, Stone. I really appreciate it. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, man. I want to quote... Uh, Three ANC leaders. Yeah. Non Volam Konyana said uh, he doesn't, uh, NC doesn't need uh, dirty votes in Western area. Yeah. yeah? Uh, Jacob Zuma said the, the clever blacks are they who are so much making noise. Maine mm. uh, said on EFF uh, members, supporters, they are baboons. Mm. What happened to them, those people? Nothing. Mm. But what I'm saying is, uh, uh, like, uh, now you talk to Sbu and <laughs> said to him, Sbu, please, just phone when you are not angry. You know that guy, he's always, always <laughs> angry. <laughs> I, I, I've been talking to Spoo for seven years, my brother. Seven years. I'm listening to him on your sister radio's talk show. He's yeah. always, and his argument is the same <laughs> from last year. At, I've been at, at least he's consistent, man. At least Spura is consistent. Uh, yeah, but I, again, I think most of us, we don't understand democracy as it is. Uh, it is sad because if you vote for DA, other black people they don't like. I don't know. They say they are voting for a white party, but uh, oh, it's a freedom of choice, isn't Bra Aubrey? No, of course, of course. I mean, if you vote for the Freedom Front Plus, it's your prerogative. You decide uh, where you want to place your vote. I, I I've always held this uh this uh position stone and that's why i feel very comfortable with talking to anybody from any political party for me i do not belong to any political party it is the political party that must belong to me i decide i decide what i do with my power to vote or not they they don't decide for me so because yeah. Uh, sorry, yeah. because me on a voting station, sometimes I split my votes. Yeah. Sometimes I give it to another party provincially. Yeah. 
national, I give it to somebody. Sure. I mean, I'm looking to the party that will make my life better. Yeah. Nothing else. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, and, and for me, uh, if we understood that, then we wouldn't be captured by political parties, Stone. We would capture them. <laughs> Stone in Simbo King, I'm going to let you go, my brother. Thank you very much for the call. Let's take a break.